What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Save Show podcast. I'm your host, Justin. This is a weekly journal that I'll complete, and you get to watch in real time as I struggle to become a better man, husband, father, and most importantly, believer in Christ. Most of the time, it will be just me sitting down uh, for these episodes to listen. You can check out all my ramblings in the previous episodes. Sometimes, though, I do have guests on. Uh, I've been once a month since the summer of 2022. So today's guest uh, is an old buddy of mine from my Marine Corps days. Very glad to have him on, Steve Baxter. Great guy. So, uh, as we sat down yesterday, uh, as of my recording today, um, we covered what he's trying to do out in California with his new business. Uh, it's a concert venue, but it's far more than that and some of the reasoning behind why he's trying to create uh, such a space. We also covered his faith journey and where he's at currently. He's not currently a believer in Christianity. He thinks that Christianity is more than likely the right religion as far as everything that's out there. Um, and you won't see me push back on him. I did that deliberately. I don't think that anything, based on where he was at as he explains it, and you'll listen, I don't think that me necessarily saying one thing or another or being forceful would really help his situation. Uh, I'm praying for him. You know, I hope God works in his life and helps him to um, completely take the step towards faith. Um, you guys can see where he's at in this episode, but um, that's the reason I didn't push back on him there. Uh, and then we covered at the end a little bit of uh, the conspiracy rabbit hole. Um, I cut us off during the episode. Steve and I can talk for hours, and I know that we covered a lot of topics here, so I think next time what I'd like to do is maybe like a long-form discussion, um, no limits, not on Zoom. Maybe we record like a Discord call and uh, or do a live stream on Twitch or something like that where we can just talk for hours, and there doesn't have to be a 40-minute uh, time limit like I have on Zoom. Um, so we covered a lot today. This is going to be probably part one with Steve. I'll have him on in the future to have um, important discussions, maybe picking a topic and trying to trying to stay in one lane. Um, but uh, yeah, with for, without further ado, please enjoy this episode with Steve Baxter on The Safe Show. Well, guys, welcome back to another episode of The Saved Show with your host, Justin. I've invited a close buddy of mine, Stephen Baxter, onto the show. He's gracious enough to accept. So, Steve, welcome to the show. Thank you, Justin. Thank you for having me. It's good to see you again, uh, virtually, of course, but I'm not going to go back to California. I don't think if I can help it. It's not worth it. <laughs> I can say from experience. Yeah. yeah. We talked a couple years ago about what you envisioned this project that you wanted to start and uh, I know that you are kind of like a a light in the darkness I guess out there so I wanted to have you on and and see all the crazy things that you've got going you finally have power that's what you just told me so um, if you don't if you don't mind why don't you just tell us a little bit about your project uh, and what you've got going yeah absolutely um, light in the darkness well as of last week now we are a light in the darkness with Quite power. Yes, with power. It helps a lot. Um, yeah, so I am in a warehouse uh, that was built in the 1960s in downtown Sacramento, uh, North 16th Street, about as north as you can go uh, before you cross over the river. Uh, and yeah, slowly I've been renovating it, working at it, and trying to turn it into kind of uh, Kind of a mixed grab bag space for just a lot of personal interests of mine. Um, 
First and foremost, uh, I've been trying to stress to people, it's, it's more an idea. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's less dependent on the actual stuff that we do and more about the principle and the message that we're trying to send. And I don't really care if I make a ton of money. I just want to break even and then have a cool spot that I can hang out and do stuff. Um, kind of just present a somewhat different message and space counter to what Sacramento <clears throat> and California is like. So, okay, Steve. So what's the, what's the message? If you're boiling it down for us here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, more than that. It's going to sound really cheesy. I know it's going to sound cheesy. But cheesy things, is good. Yeah. Yeah, most things are cheesy. We need cheese today. Where am I looking? Camera. We need cheese today. Things are too flavorless and bland and just copy-paste one another. I think, it's, I think we're being transformed by social media to just replicate one another. Mm. And it sucks. Uh, so if I'm boiling it down to just two points and embracing the cheese, uh, yeah, <clears throat> sorry. Oh, I didn't say anything. Oh, I, we're good, I, buddy. Uh, yeah, if I'm embracing the cheese, I think that, I guess, I guess to paint a context a little bit first, the way, the way things kind of look to me, it looks like whatever we used to believe collectively as a society, if there was any collective belief, it was not what we have today. It's, it wasn't as nihilistic. It wasn't as, as happy or willing to proclaim that everything's meaningless. It wasn't as, as, as certain that this is some pointless accident of a deterministic simulation. Like, all of these things now that have kind of crept into our modern collective consciousness are undoing us. And they're all theories. They all can't be proven. And I think when I started to appreciate that on a deeper, more intuitive level, then the absurdity of what we're proclaiming to be concrete today was like offensive to me almost. <laughs> on like a deep intellectual level, what we're doing today is intellectually offensive, I think. And it sounds, maybe that sounds privileged, but I don't give a, you know, watch my language. I don't care. I do not care. What we're doing today is just wrong. It's logically wrong. Uh, so <clears throat> I want to promote in this space, just simple ideas of, it doesn't matter what you do. If you're trying to figure out what to do with your life, if you're trying to figure out how to navigate a sea of endless information today that's very difficult for someone to learn how to navigate without resorting to just adopting thought patterns or adopting some ideology without doing that just resolve to choose things that it sounds cheesy choose choose things that are on the side of life mm. that's it if something that you're doing or you're about to do or you're going to consider or that you're looking at, you don't have to think that hard. Don't resort to some framework of theories behind you that then is operating you. No, just just what's your first gut instinct is whatever is in front of me right now. Good promoting me, promoting living, or is it going to degrade it? Is it going to take away from it? If it is, don't do it. That's it. It's that simple. 
Because I look around and I see. I mean, I've 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 been interacting with a good bit of the, I don't know, the younger end of the millennial generation, mm. like like the nineteen twenties and up at these community colleges, and they're lost, man. Mm. I've been to like nine different community colleges now, unfortunately, and yeah, they're all lost. Every one of them. It feels like they're lost. Mm. So, yeah, that's one of the first things, just in all ways possible, if you don't know what to do, just pick that, which is on the philosophical that, which is on the side of life. I like it. Thanks. And then I take it a step further. And I think where I lose a lot of people is I say, I also think it's hasty and arrogant. We should not have concluded in physics, I think in the 1960s, that a creator or some intelligent creator does not exist. There was some point, yeah, you can look it up. Yeah, I'll send you the link. I'll fax it to you. I'll read it. Thanks. We're ancient. Uh, <laughs> there's, there was some point, I probably got the date wrong, where collectively in academia, in the intelligentsia, they decided, well, it doesn't make a difference in our experiments whether or not our presupposition includes God exists. So let's just do away with that as a notion mm-hmm. and just conclude he doesn't. Yeah. And if you're an intellectual in that time, it seems like a modest proposition. Like, sure, I guess technically it shouldn't have an impact on our hypotheses and our experiments and the rock solid scientific method, but we're, we're not the scientific method. We're humans. We're not logic gates. We're human beings. And there's a portion of us that requires just to leave a space in the back of our operating structure for maybe, maybe something created everything. Mm -hmm. As soon as we cement in the idea that nothing is responsible for this and everything is an accident, all you have then is like a limited possibility of what a human being can evolve into. And it's nihilistic and it's Mm self-destructive and it believes anything that it wants to without looking or appreciating anything about what natural reality presents to us. So, and always pick that, which is on the side of life, and mm-hmm. acknowledge that something, you don't have to know what it is, but something is responsible for all of this. And that should be enough. That should be enough of a starting point for someone to try to make sense of things. Hmm. Well, Steve, we're only a few minutes in, and I can already say this is the heaviest conversation. I've had on the show. I'm sorry. No, I appreciate that. No, this is good. This is good. Thanks. We'll wrestle with ideas and uh, whoever listens to this can also get something out of it. Um, So you've you've painted with a broad brush. You've what you'd like to do with the project, but in concrete terms, what is the woods? So in more concrete terms, or I guess in the first concrete terms, yeah, the woods is, uh, I'm calling it a creative campus. So anything, uh, any art form, including comedy. I think comedy is an art form. Any art form uh, that can be represented or can be uh, facilitated in in any sense, in any means in our space, I'm going to try to do it. Mm. So first off, we're going to start off with a monthly, maybe twice a month, uh, singer-songwriter series. So if you're a local Sacramento musician, songwriter, any genre, just the requirements just that you wrote the song, uh, 
send us your content, send us something. Uh, I'll go out of my way and check you out myself. Uh, I'll probably find you actually first because we're not that well known yet. Um, yeah, and <clears throat> we're gonna offer 20 to 30 minute slots, uh, max of a four hour show once a month. Cool. Uh, yeah, we're going to call that one Lost in the Woods, I think. Nice. Thanks. Thank I like you. it. Good branding. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the second thing we're going to do is a comedy series. I, I plugged into someone randomly. There's, there's a lot of cool people in Sacramento. It's, mm. it's an underappreciated city. Um, just randomly met somebody who runs their own comedy shows. So we're going to try to get in touch with them. Yeah, I had some luck in San Jose uh a couple years back when i kind of did this off the books once before and we did one or two comedy shows and it was awesome it was a hit it was a huge hit and comedies needed nowadays because they seem comedians seem to be the only ones allowed to say things now the only ones allowed to say things yeah so i want to promote more of that at the okay. space i like it thanks and then the last one the third thing that i want to do is more of like a, like an open-ended theological discussion series. Um, so once a month, maybe once every two months, because it's going to be hard to find speakers. But I want to get myself and a panel of two to three other spiritual, theological, religious figures, leaders in the area, even professors of spirituality or world religion, um, mm. and dive deep into the unanswerable questions within every faith within christianity within islam within buddhism i think catholicism has some set of questions identified that are like the unanswerable th questions mm. that we just have to kind of reason ourselves to the end of and accept that there's a point we can't reason past that's where i think i want to focus on just from a, a personal standpoint like i don't know what you're walk has been like but i remember in junior high and high school having very deep questions and nobody around me was even willing to entertain them at all did no they, one knew how to did they tell you to sit down and shut up or how oh, yeah. to go for you yeah 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 100 everywhere like without without fail so i have to believe that there's more people who would appreciate an open space to say i think kind of maybe this is the direction i want to look into but i don't want to have to agree first wholeheartedly proclaim belief in something just to have entrance through the doors first into this church i want to just have some time just let me acquaint myself with it before like i don't like agreements that you have to sign up to up front without knowing what you're getting into, or at least being able to ask questions about what sure. you're getting into. That and that's what, yeah, that's what most of my church experience has felt like. It's been annoying, super annoying. So, so that was junior high. What's the rest of your and life, high school. Steve? Are you in high, in high school? Sorry. So you're, you're going to some churches, they're pushing back when you're asking questions, where, yeah. where did Steve's faith uh, <laughs> go? Or, or what's your spiritual journey? beyond that but where do you stand now however you want to answer that question it's a big question justin i know but that's the whole point of the show that is the whole point of the show 
Well, okay, let's say, so junior high and high school, throughout all of it, I had, I had the same kind of responses. Like, if you're plugged into a church, you kind of have to just be all about it. There's not really any time for you to, I don't know. Or at least maybe, maybe that was just my own thing. Maybe that's something I felt, but I don't think so. And I think others that I've talked to have expressed the same thing. Um, yeah, there's like an urgency to profess absolute belief mm-hmm. today, at least in most of the churches in Sacramento County and San Diego, I found. Uh, yeah, so felt that in junior high and high school. I remember at the end of high school, there was a, there was a verse... I don't know what it is. Jesus says something like, like either be on fire for me or turn away from me. Because if not, then I'll vomit you from my mouth violently. Something like that. And that stuck to me hard. And I thought, okay, well, this is, I never thought I would do this, but let's just turn away from him then. Let's kind of say, screw it and see what life is like. Assuming, tweaking my presupposition on what I think reality is and assume that there's nothing assume it's an accident mm-hmm. god's not real christ isn't real it's all fake uh <clears throat> and i think i needed to do that i think i remember actually telling myself if i wanted to come back to some place of genuine belief it had to be from the first footsteps of an atheist mm. i had to be logically convinced first that something is there. And I, I wasn't, I didn't have an answer of everything around me, everything in pop or social media and culture reflects the opposite of that. So decided to give it a shot. Um, but I, I do remember times throughout the Marine Corps times throughout time after the Marine Corps, um, all throughout, even up to today where I can't quantify it or describe it too much because it won't make sense. But there's times when things felt statistically impossible to have gone in my favor or in my way. Mm. Things that just leave a feeling like I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm certain maybe you have those kinds of moments, times where it feels like something is not watching out for you, but something has its eyes on you. Something is aware of you. I, I don't know. Weird, weird feelings that are hard to explain. So that combined with just my own, I really think, I really think it's a, it's a tragedy. We have not drilled into our citizens through public school, just logic, tools of logic, just basic logic and understanding of logic. It seems to me painfully self-evident that something is responsible now for everything. And I have a, I have a little proof of a paper that I want to write someday about it or do a video about it. But if, if we truly empty our minds of any false or any pre-held beliefs and we just try to examine the question of is something responsible for everything from a starting point of maybe maybe nothing preceded everything maybe that's the starting point then i don't think we're 
appreciating, I don't know, people try to reduce it to just thermodynamics, but we're not appreciating entropy. Like we're not appreciating, <clears throat> we're not appreciating certain laws of the universe enough that should clue us into there being something behind everything. Mm. It seems obvious to me. It seems like what we know now should be enough logical proof. And I don't want to get into it here because it would take a long time, but you'd be here all day. Yeah, we'd be here all day. Yeah. Yeah. But so that's kind of where I'm at now. Um, I'm giving myself the space to say, and again, without diving into it too much, maybe it's a follow on episode or a paper I will have to write someday. But I do think something now, I think it's an unavoidable fact that something is responsible for everything. And I think it's going to anger some people. I think some world religions are, I think they're rankable, honestly. <laughs> I think some are less plausible than others. Mm. Uh, it's going to anger some people. But I do think some, some outrank others in terms of plausibility. Like if, 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 if people are willing to assume today some of the wild things that they're willing to assume, why is it impossible to assume that some creator could have inserted itself in religions world religions yeah sorry whoever's listening i do think they're rankable some are just less plausible than others from first principles if you argue how reality itself must be constructed some freaking whew, that was close some just fall out like some just i'm sorry they can be written off very quick and then others i didn't know i was talking to a bigot steve i'm disappointed i'm sorry i didn't know i was talking to a bigot today so. <laughs> you know you're talking to a man you're talking to more than just a big you, you don't think men can be women get out of here i do not i apologize <laughs> i do not yeah but i'm willing to have a discussion about that with anyone who wants to anyone who wants to come to the woods let me know i'll explain I mean, we could talk about that later today too, I guess. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> that's good. That's good to say that. It feels good to get that out there now. Yeah, yeah I'm out. sure you keep things bottled up out there a yeah. little bit more than I need to. No, I don't know. I don't think anybody needs to. I don't think it's good for well, people to keep their beliefs bottled up. Honestly. Right. Yeah. So you are on a journey, you would say? I kind of hate when people say that, but it sounds like you are on a uh, faith journey. You've come to the conclusion that there is a creator, but haven't quite settled on a, a belief system or a religion itself. <clears throat> no. And I guess now is just the personal aspect of it. Like now it's harder for me to speak to structured arguments yeah so just speaking from experience i guess uh something about christianity is strangely appealing mm. or alluring or intriguing a mix of that okay. something about it and it's been plaguing me as to whether or not it's just because everything in the west culturally kind of takes on this trinity christ uh redeemer archetypal pattern maybe you can see it in a lot of things if you start to see it and i'm 
I, I, I don't think it's that. I don't think it's just the Western world's coloring of my psychological, I don't know, makeup. Mm. But it's hard to tell. At the same time, though, I just find things in my life go better when I inevitably conduct myself along ways that look like following the Ten Commandments. It's freaking wild. <laughs> there's there's a lot behind Christianity. I think we do not understand that we're just writing off very quickly, very quickly as a society. And at minimum, what I want to do is provide just a space for Christians. Something about it to me feels true in a way that I can't express succinctly here i guess uh but to take a different turn i guess what i kind of see now coming down the line and what's happening currently i'm pretty sure things are going to get to a point where world religions are going to have to band together they're going to have to learn to work together to keep the conversation space just open and safe and allowable <clears throat> it's a win i think if World religions agree to disagree, work together, and allow for all future generations the decision to choose for themselves. That's a functional win, I think. Like, yeah, if you're a Christian, I'm a Christian. If someone's a Christian, it might not resonate with them from like an evangelical, like I need to spread this. Do everything you want to within your power to spread it up to a certain point without doing away with the same freedoms, the same protections that we need ourselves. Mm. We can't do away with them. And I'm afraid we're going to reach a point where, yeah, any concept of anything other than some prescribed thought, some prescribed narrative, some creation theory uh, will not be allowed. Mm. So All right. keep that space open. Yeah. It's time to put on our tinfoil hats. I knew that this would happen. What's coming down the pike, Steve? Why do, why do we need to band together as individuals, despite our beliefs, to uh, to unite against what? Um. Well, okay. First, I want to say, I think a lot of times what we can explain away with idiocy or incompetence is better and probably more accurate than malevolent intent or conspiring i think we don't have to go that far most of the time the way any complex system works if you have a bunch of self-serving idiots in effect it will look malicious but maybe it wasn't with that said i don't always believe that I well know. what i think you were going to say when i asked the question is some sort of totalitarian one world state um and we as individuals regardless of religion need to start to do what we can um but i think that's where you were going so that's why i i asked you the leading question you did you did as a judge i'd be disappointed in your law skills yeah, <laughs> uh let me think but who might i judge i uh yes <laughs> I, uh, no, 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 no. Okay. So first I do believe that I do believe that, but I think it was just with regards to world religions banding together. So I think there's going to be a couple of different things happening. I think socially and culturally, there's a few main different causes, but 
yeah, socially and culturally, I think it's a shame, but the public in general, like the majority of the public, the Overton window, what's acceptable to speak about is going to kick out faith-based discussions, religious-based, a cardinal sin of logic and conclude in one direction, nothing to exist, and then they will become bullies and they will silence anyone who speaks up on that other side of the coin mm. without failing to, with, with failing to see that they're, they're the exact types of oppressors and tyrants that they claim to be fighting. They're enacting the same logical tools, the same fallacies, the same forcing and imposition of their belief over the other half. Mm. Yeah, I don't like, nah, I shouldn't say that. I don't like what they do. I don't like what they do. <laughs> but they know not what they do. Yeah, I didn't, uh, I'm not a lawyer on on purpose, Steve. I'd be in trouble, I think. Nah, me too. Me too. Yeah, I'm yeah. not really even that good of a salesman, so. See, that's where all the good salesmen say that. Yes, well, I promise it's not a line I get you. <laughs> when I say it. That's okay. Just that's an honest okay. man. Um, no, no. We don't have to no, go too good. much down the conspiracy rabbit hole. So, but I think, I think you're. We can. You're right. No, I know. Just for time's sake, I've already used up your afternoon. Well, some of it with uh, technical issues and trying to put this together. I, I got tons people. of time. I know you're a business owner. You got things to do. I got toddler upstairs, so we should have a part two, Steve. I think, and maybe it'll be like uh, a live stream, and we just go at it for a few hours. I think that could be fun. That'd be great. Yeah, just have a, a, like a long, long yeah. form conversation. But today, I wanted people to know. Oh, I'm what... certain. Yeah, there's. Oh, go ahead, Steve. I think it's the latency again. You go ahead. No, I was just agreeing with you. Yeah, there's there's a good there, there, there's a good bit more we could talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I uh, I don't want to make this too long. I don't want to make it too short. I don't want to cut off conversation. Um, but without going down the conspiracy rabbit hole, now that we've covered your testimony and what you're trying to do, uh, what about your your final message, if you had one, Steve, if right now at the beginning, I asked you to boil down the point of the woods and what you're seeking to achieve, if you could leave people with one or two thoughts uh, on how to be a better person or how to, you know, reason through some of the things that you've reasoned through is what it sounds like. You're on your, your spiritual uh, journey is what I called it. Uh, I'm not going to tell you. I don't think it's my place to tell you that Christianity is the best. I will say it, but I don't think that that's necessarily helping the world or making more Christians out there. Um, that's where I sit. I, you know, if I can be someone you can turn to and lean on and push back against for ideas and eventually iron sharpens iron and, you know, you throw yourself fully into this Christian thing, um, then I'm here for you. And I hope you know that. But uh, we've covered a lot, and I just wanted to see if you had any last thoughts for people. Yeah. No, thank you, man. And same. I mean, <clears throat> I don't know if I have anything uh, to offer in terms of what a traditional Christian 
might have to offer, but I'm willing to try to try to challenge uh, with some ideas, maybe. Yeah, sure. I like I like the talks and the topics. It's rare to find people wanting to talk about these things these days. So the more I can do and find it, the better. Yeah. Well, I think there's um, less so people wanting to have the conversation, but people are are eager to to hear it. Not that this show necessarily has a, a large audience. Um, I'm very appreciative for the audience that we do have, but I feel like there's big platforms out there um, like Jordan B. Peterson's podcast or, or Joe Rogan. People want to hear these interesting um, conversations where people are, are wrestling over ideas. They don't necessarily agree with the current thing. You know, no Ukraine flags in, in bios kind of kind of conversations. Yes, yes, yes. No, I agree. No, I like it. And yeah, I, I, I do think people want, may, maybe they don't know that they want, but they want to hear more of this type of stuff. I think people are craving it. Um, yeah. Psychologists, Jonathan Haidt, amongst a few others, agree there's a God-shaped hole and deep embedded in the psyche of every one of us. The song yeah yeah <laughs> but it's true there's there's a part of us that functions that needs needs a little chip that runs off of belief that is reserved for god but we will or some creator some place where something takes the ultimate level of importance and the ultimate judge and the ultimate thing with, against which everything is weighed whatever we insert in that spot like a computer program will determine the type of person we become and the type of lives that we lead. We need to all be very, very careful what we consume and what we choose and how, how, how we are living our lives these days. I think we're being sold lies that anything is fine, that anything is good, that you can do whatever you want and that's what you should do. That's a lie that we're being fed. I think if if there were some last thoughts, what I what I would have wanted to hear when I was a kid, like a young kid, is yeah, go unashamedly after the things that interest you and learn how to fight. No one will fight for you. The most plugged in type of existence you could have where you are fully in the driver's seat, you're the only one who will make sure that the things you want, the dreams you have, the wishes that you that you hold will come true. Learn to fight. And yeah, be careful what you believe. Really observe what you believe these days. It's getting hard to break through, I find, with younger generations, the amount of noise and chaff and false beliefs that they deeply hold now, it's becoming increasingly difficult to communicate with the younger generations. Just be careful what you believe. They have a larger impact on everything in your life than you could imagine. Wow. I know I already said it, but uh, this is one of the deeper and more you know, intelligent conversations I've had with somebody. So I appreciate that, Steve. Hey, you're one of the deeper and more intelligent people that I know. So right back at you. I don't know how to articulate it as well as you, but we'll get there. You do. You do. You're, you're being nice. You got that Midwest charm. 
somehow you, people understand what I'm trying to say. Oh, I understand it loud and clear. <laughs> Thanks, man. Well, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I want to have you back on. We'll do a part two. Uh, like I said, it could be a live stream where it's just Steve and Justin conspiracy hour or something like that. Oh, I would love that. And uh, whenever I get my own started, yep. maybe you'd be my first guest. Sure, of course. I want to help help you out, man. Thanks. I like man. what you're doing. Thank you. Same. Same with you. Thank you. Yeah, you uh, you actually impacted me greatly over the summer this year. Uh, not a whole lot of consistency on my end with this project for a while after my daughter was born, but um, I think you told me to keep it up. You you like you like my brand, or you believe in in the brand that I, that we're making here. So I appreciate that. I, I do, man. Seriously. Thank I, you. I wouldn't I wouldn't blow smoke up your hmm. rear end. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, dude. I'm 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 very. deeply makes me happy on a deep level to see what you're doing so thanks man. keep doing yeah i will we'll be here i uh i don't know if you noticed but the iphone now has a saluting emoji so <laughs> that's, that's perfect I'm using for everything i should not have done that i can't believe i just did that okay well, all right well thanks man we'll have you back on yes sir thank you very much and with that our uh, first episode with Steve has come to a close. I hope you enjoyed it. Hopefully the conversation is uh, meaningful and entertaining. I think listening to different opinions and certainly someone who's as intelligent and well thought as Steve um, definitely brings different perspective and enlightens my day um, to listen to that on, you know, on other podcasts. So I hope it's the same here. Um, definitely the most intellectual conversations can be had with Steve. Uh, that's why I'm hoping to have him back on for, for more. We can dig into specific topics and, and uh, maybe I'll, this show will be a part of his faith journey and we can get him to, um, to where he needs to be. With that said, you know, the episode's drawing to a close. If you want to support us, uh, follow on Instagram, share this with your friends. I think this is going to be a great episode, um, but I can only get people to listen to it if you share it. So that's word of mouth or on socials. Uh, another way to support the show, I'm wearing um, the new Not Eager, Forever Willing uh, crew neck sweatshirt. Uh, you can check that out in the Christmas collection on the saved.store. I'll put a link in the episode description. Um, but there, that's, that's it. Uh, word of mouth, Instagram, supporting the show, uh, grabbing some merch, all, uh, all avenues to, to help us grow this, uh, this project. And it's not nothing that I'm doing here or anything that a guest comes on that can do. But through us, uh, I pray that God works and makes a difference in at least one person's life. So the uh, merch is great conversation starters as we head into the Christmas season. So awkward uh, family dinners can be had, and you can start the conversation uh, and trend it towards a more faith-based conversation, which I think would be great. More people need that in their life. So that's it for me. God bless you. God loves you. God loves me. And uh, please don't forget that you were saved through Christ. Mm -hmm.